Good evening and welcome to the newest episode of Not Your Average Debate Show. I believe we're on episode 24, if I'm not mistaken now. A um, little hiatus, right? Life gets in the way. We had a little bit of a you know catch-up episode after the holidays. But again, you know our, our guy over here, Ryan, and I know we've talked about your saga, Ryan, of redoing your house. Um, that continued to take up time. How's that going, by the way, Ryan? Yo, I'm almost done. All I have to do is figure out how to do plumbing. And then we're good. You should just hire somebody and not fuck up your entire plumbing system. Yo, he it costs sixteen hundred dollars to put in the water heater, and I have like five sinks I need done. I don't want to spend that kind of money. Question is, do you know how to put in a water heater? I mean, it didn't look that hard, but the sinks didn't look that hard, and now I have one operational sink. So, didn't you fuck putting in a water heater up once already? No, it burst on its own. That wasn't my fault. Yeah, but then I think you... he fucked taking it out. Yeah, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was it was taking it out. Yeah. So I, you know, hey, just looking at track record here, I might just recommend just pay the dough, get it done right the first time. I'm just planning to caulk everything really hard and hope that works. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Famous last words from a fool. Right, yeah, okay. Let's see, we'll revisit this topic in a couple weeks and see how that's going, but I imagine not much will change. Um, Ryan, introduce the first topic for tonight. Yeah, so our topic, uh, our first topic of the night is would you ban social media, just blanket? Uh, little context, uh, the government just banned TikTok on all government devices. So go ahead, folks. And I'm fairly certain, didn't they also ban it for like uh, under like ten or under twelve or something like that, you can't have an account. I I don't think they should even have phones if you're under ten or twelve, but that's a whole nother thing. So, so blanket statement, and I think the government is actually moving to ban TikTok worldwide, like not worldwide, but United States wide because of you know Chinese stuff. But yes, yes, resounding yes, blanket statement, ban it all. Um, I know we've talked about this at length before, but. Business should have a positive impact on society. There is nothing positive about social media. It is just a disaster. I, it, that there's no other way to put it. So, so are you really kind of like what? What makes you bring that statement into a discussion about um, social media? So, first of all, let's start with Facebook. You have just a bunch of idiots arguing all the time on Facebook. People will post what ever the hell they want they'll find an article from the depths of the internet and be like look what i found look what's happening in east jersey when it's like completely made up from the onion and they're like look what's on the onion um or twitter where people i mean it's created politicians that are sound by politicians they literally say things just so they can post a four second clip on twitter to be like look what i'm standing up for and it's completely ridiculous and it's completely eroded the fabric of society to the point where you know what happened last week was the svb bank failed and half the reason it failed was because a bunch of venture capitalists that have a huge following on Twitter went on Twitter and said, take your money out of SVB, it's going to collapse. And know what happens when you say that about banks? They collapse because people go take their money out of them. It creates panic. So it, it's completely insane. So are, are you almost thinking more along the lines of like there's people can have a mob mindset with negative outcomes started? Absolutely. There's nothing. It, it, it creates massive tribalism. Okay, interesting. And, and so I think this, it'll it'll be, 
I want to go back and listen because we had a debate on this in 2019, right? And we're roughly four years out from that. So it'd be interesting to see how much our opinions have changed. So you're, you're very much on the side of get rid of it all, ax it, no need for it in society. I, I take a bit more of a softer approach with it. I think guardrails are what need to happen. So like small steps, TikTok being banned on government devices, you know, age limits on who can use it and log into it. Um, at the end of the day, you are your own human, right? You, you are your own person. And if you're an adult, you should be able to consume content no matter in what avenue and, and not overreact to it. Obviously, we know that but, that is not, that's we, a very we know that's not the case. You. That's the American is like, oh, you're, in a, you're you should be able to consume content. And it's like, that's completely wrong. You shouldn't be able to just get information from whatever source possible. It needs to come from a New York Times or a Wall Street Journal. Getting it from Joe Schmo down the street isn't consuming content. That's getting lied to your face. But you, you could also make the very pointed statement, and we all know this to be true, even major news outlets skew the truth or don't report they do. the truth. No, they well, have, I mean, I so purposely... The, you could probably find more, like factual things happening from on the ground journalists who tweet things out than actually listening to like CNN or Fox news. And it just, that's a matter of where we are in the world right now. So my, my point is more along the lines of like guardrails with how you use it. Um, Twitter, there's a good one I saw that I think makes a lot of sense. You can only tweet once every 24 hours and it has the old character limit. You then have to be thoughtful about what you're actually putting out there and people have to take time to digest and you can't just have like somebody rattling off 50 tweets in a row just to, you know, force their point across. So I think there's things you could do to limit the impact that people can have with social media, but I think it's unfortunately so ingrained to the fabric of where we are as a country and a world right now. And I think there is a lot of good that can happen. So many like, you know, positive political movements or, you know, charities start and run and get going with social media. It's hard. You don't need those things. The civil rights movement didn't need Twitter to get going. No, it, it, you're you're right. It didn't. But time and era, right? That was then. This is now. Now, social media and so, electronic communications are a focal point of how people interact with one another and start. Can I give you an things. example? Yeah, go. So this is morbid, but I'm going to use it anyways. But when Kobe Bryant died in his helicopter crash and it popped up on Twitter for me and I was actually sitting in my girlfriend's living room, her parents' living room. And I said, Oh my God, I think Kobe Bryant died. And the first thing every single person sitting next to me said was that's probably fake. And that's the problem with social media. When the first thing you do, when you see news is assume it's fake. That's a shit. That's a shit platform. Yeah, I, I can agree with that, but I also think, Everybody has the the fact check aspect now, right? Everybody's like, well, who tweeted it? Or, you know, what account posted it? Or, like, people call into question more often the actual legitimacy of the source. Not not necessarily where it's posted. I think, right, there is the the posting aspect. Oh, it's on Twitter. It can't be real. Or, oh, it's on Reddit. It can't be real. Uh, But when people actually fact check the source of who's posting it, I think it gives it legitimacy more so than just hearing it on CNN or or Fox News, right? Because that's the problem. So people, so I do consider myself a more middle to conservative person. But when you look at who people follow on social media, they follow people that think just like them. So all it does is create these massive echo chambers where you have some liberal American following nothing but MSNBC and liberal news sites. And on the flip side, you have some ultra MAGA person only following people that spew ultra MAGA news. And and it just reinforces their views of tribalism. And it's created this toxic, toxic society 
where people literally, and I sit in rooms where people are like, I will never, ever want to think like that because they're an idiot. And it's like, no, there's there's two sides to every coin, and that's just completely gone because of social media and the tribalism that it creates. But my counter to that is that literally could happen if somebody was reading only one newspaper, only listening to one news channel, or right, like that. But, it's, the, the, it's but no, 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 it's, it's it's the same though, because news channels run in some cases twenty four seven and have you know up to the minute updates. So like to say yeah, yes, people can all follow one account just, or not one account. But it's the ability thing. to attack people you, on social media. It's used to attack people, and I'm sorry you and I'm going to pick on every politician in America, is they literally sit on social... They get in fucking arguments. Ted Cruz and AOC argue on fucking Twitter like they're not politicians of the United States of America. They literally argue on Twitter. It's yeah. It, but, so, so, so that's that's different than what you originally were saying, though. You're saying... But like, it shouldn't exist. That I, shouldn't be a I'm, platform that exists. I'm not saying it should or shouldn't. I think it's at a point where it's going to be there no matter what. So guardrails maybe are the better philosophy rather than just nuking it to oblivion, which, again, I'd, I'd oh. be okay with either or. But like, I, I really want to emphasize your point of you can sit in an echo chamber in social media. You can sit in an echo chamber not in social media. The people you surround yourself yes, with, the, the that is true. you read, listen to, right? Like all of that, you can still be in there. So social media in and of itself is not the only source and problem with creating those types of echo chambers. And I want to connect dots here that maybe don't totally have, aren't allowed to be connected, but I'm going to do it anyways, is if you look back at presidential elections, you can tie back to the founding of social media to when states stopped flipping back and forth. Literally the late nineties states used to go back and forth. Like there'd be what are hard red states and hard blue states used to flip. Now, since social media has become more widespread in the internet, they are completely ingrained in their train of thought. And I've picked on adults here, but it's just as negative for children. You have literally teenagers that sit there and say, I need to delete my photo because I didn't get a thousand likes. It's completely yeah. mentally destroying people. So I, I, I'll say this, and I know Ryan is in the chat and wants to give a scenario. I'll, I'll say this, and Ryan jump in. There's, there is, and I don't think anybody can debate or doubt this, there is a lot of bad that will come from social media. It happens. That's where I think you got to let people develop as a like a, into an adult before you give them that type of free reign right and and that's where with tiktok doing the age restrictions i think that's a good move um limiting how communication can go out and frequency communication i think would be a good move i, I think there's things that you can do to allow people to still have that platform and community aspects but in a way that's a bit more controlled um ryan fire away yeah so jason you're talking about guardrails here's a guardrail for you um i just got a new credit card and I had to verify my identity by like showing a video and like taking a photo of my ID and all that. What if Wait, social you actually, media you actually have, hold on before you give it, do you actually have to do like a video and shit to, Oh yeah. I had to record like a five second video of my face. So they can verify. <laughs> That's yeah. Hard. It was stupid, but okay. Sorry, go ahead. But what if we forced social media accounts to be tied to a person? So you can't have like uh, I don't know like Wienerface thirty eight as your social media name and tweet from that. You just got to be like I'm Anthony Wiener, you know. It's got to be that guy. Like you got to be. I'm, but, I'm Anthony Wiener. <laughs> Why can't you have a pen name? I mean, that to me is a pen name. Um, and it's all or nothing. What? You can't be like, hey, you can't. So and this is my thing. You can't selectively try and guard things because that's going to lead to discrimination. 
the only way to fix it is either get you're either all in or all out. Well, it's not guarding it. It's it's literally Honestly, you just Ryan's, have to be who you Ryan's are. Ryan's idea, I think, would solve a lot of the problem with what you see get spewed on social media right now. Because at that point, it's you. We, Why? Half the things that get spewed on it are from fucking politicians. Right. Okay. So remove the politicians are politicians. They're going to spew their bullshit no matter where they're doing it. But a lot of what you see happen and a lot of like the gang mentality and, and people just saying shit are people who don't have their face and name associated with their profile. They have that, you know, I think that's wrong. I don't think that's correct. I think that happens way more than not. And you have a lot of deep fake profiles out there, which is a completely different topic. But like, I think it's sitting with Elon Musk or something, hanging out with him. It completely, (laughs) right. But like my point being, I think at that point, your face and name are completely associated with every single thing you say. And there's no way that you can pawn it off and be like, that wasn't me that said it. I think that would. That's the thing. People want to say what they say. They want that they want to be no, like, yeah, I put that no, out there. No, I don't think. I think maybe, maybe, maybe like the fifty plus demographic who doesn't give a fuck and they don't really know how social media, internet works. The largest population in the United States. Like, Yo, why do you think Kevin had like six burner accounts? Yeah, I, I, I really have to disagree with you, McMahon, and agree with Ryan. I think that would be something that would really make people pause and be like, fuck, do I want to say this out loud? Now all my neighbors are going to know I'm a racist asshole or all my neighbors are going to know I'm a crazy, you know, leftism, but right. Like I I think it would slow people down in terms of what they put out there and make them think a little bit more before they do. I disagree. I think social media is the bane and the, it's going to destroy society. It's destroyed. It's already wreaked havoc on the economy and wreaked havoc on democracy. It's only a matter of time till it just destroys everything, and it's it can all circle back to really Twitter, but Facebook is also in there. All right, Ryan. Final thoughts from you, sir. Uh, I was listening to a podcast today, and they were talking about their Twitter account, and they were like, "I don't follow my own podcast Twitter account because people post like negative stuff about it, like." This woman's voice is too whiny or she's annoying or something like that. And she's like, I don't want to go on and see it. I don't even follow my own podcast. But I guarantee this, Kyle, those people are not posting it under Kyle McMahon or uh, Ryan Cronin. They're just posting it. shocked at how many go on there. People don't give a damn because they want to be heard. They don't care what they come off as. It's literally given a megaphone to people that should never speak. And it's given them a megaphone. Oh, like you said, agree to disagree, but that's uh, that's a debate, I guess. Um, All right, to the next thing. Moving on. Ryan, I know you wanted to talk March Madness, so be, this is the one time I'm going to give you sports willingly on this, so fire it up. Uh, how, how's your brackets looking so far, guys? I filled five of them, and I missed, I think I missed that first game already. The Was it like Missouri? So, um, my bracket's looking, like, just fine, to be perfectly honest. I mean, Arizona lost. Who the fuck cares about Arizona? Um, at the end of the day, I, I care, care about I had them in the Final Four. That, that kind of Well, that's your own damn fault for picking the team to go to the Final Four. I literally four. was on the phone with you and, like, hey, does this bracket look okay to you? And you're like, yeah, Arizona in the Final Four, I like that. That, that definitely I mean, they could have easily have won today, and then it would have been a great pick. You get So, I always say, nine out of ten times, Arizona's winning that game. They didn't today, but they play tomorrow. They probably win by 50. They, I watched the first few minutes of that game, and I was like, my God, they're like, they look like they're paying a high school team. 
and they were up like 10 or 12 in the first eight minutes. I'm like, they're going to walk away with this. It's not going to be a challenge until they get to face another team. And I stopped watching because. And that's March in a nutshell is you let like this bad team just hang around. Like, oh, they're only down 10. It's like, oh, they're at arm's length away. But you let them hang around and hang around. Six minutes come. It, it was at the six minute mark in the second half. It's like they were still there. And all of a sudden, the pressure's on Arizona to put them away. And Princeton's got nothing to lose. And Arizona didn't score for the rest of the game, and Princeton won. You can't. You, you either blow the team's doors off, or you set yourself up to lose. Yeah, I mean, I admittedly know very, very little about college basketball. Um, I, ten, I I was looking at my bracket. I for like the close ones, like seven, ten, eight, nine. I tended to pick the upset there, which I think is going to hurt me in the long run. Yeah, so they always say at the end of the day, chalk wins. Whether there's up, there's going to be upsets, but if you just go straight chalk, you're probably going to do better than most people. Why do they call it chalk? Because, like, I don't know. Come on, I mean, you, you're usually I, a wealth of on, guys, like, knowledge. Like, come on, like Kyle. chalk. Like, you well, it's just the team that's supposed to move on is chalk. Like the higher seed. But why? But why is it called chalk? That I don't know. Great question. Go on the internet. I'm sure it'll tell you something interesting. <laughs> I was really banking on you for that one. I, I don't, but they always like, you know, people, teams are going to lose. It's inevitable. Like we, we were four hours into March and we had a 15 seed win and a 13 seed win on a buzzer beater. Like that's March. But at the end of the day, there were 16 games today. Two, two teams like shocked us. So 14 teams that were supposed to win one. Okay. Okay. I mean, I has it's never happened, right? A perfect bracket. Never. I mean, the you, you're they were saying you're more likely to be struck by lightning twice in the same day than to have a perfect bracket. Does it? Is there still like the just open, like prize of if you get a perfect bracket, you get a billion. I, I, if somebody gets a perfect bracket, they're gonna give somebody lots of money because it it mathematically can't happen. It's like one in like nine quintillion, like. You could you could win the Powerball twice with those odds. Well, did it, wasn't it Buffett who was like, "I'll give." Whoever... Yeah, he, there was a year where he was like, "Yeah, I'll give you like seven billion dollars if you get a perfect bracket." I mean, I'll offer somebody seven billion dollars for a perfect bracket because it's never going to yeah. happen. Oh, if only time travel was a real thing, huh? That would be great. Yeah, somebody's somebody came back that's, from the future and it's like that's exactly what I was going to Peters. If if you want to prove time travel, they're going to get a perfect March Madness bracket. That's I mean, a good point. Or, yeah. Uh, if somebody can get to the Elite Eight perfect, I've, which has never happened, the farthest somebody's ever made it was to the Sweet 16 with like a completely complete perfect bracket, but they've never moved on to the Elite Eight. If if somebody could get every game through to the Elite Eight, that would be impressive. To me, that's about as good as you'll ever see it. Hmm. By the way, as, my, uh, as the resident fact checker, Chalk, means the expected result. Interesting. I, like, I wonder where that's, like, why that started, though. Well, like, I always got the word chalk from him because, like, so can the Kansas Jayhawks have always, since eternity, been very good at basketball, and their whole saying is rock, chalk, Jayhawk, because you can always count on the Jayhawks to win, which is kind of weird because they've only ever won, like, three times. But that's where I always got it from. But it's, you know, that makes sense. Who has more, uh, Jayhawk men's or UConn men? Uh, I believe Kansas has five. Um, I'll need someone to fact check me there, but I believe they have five. UConn has four. 
But Kansas has been around like a basketball powerhouse since Fog Allen in like the 1910s. UConn since the 1990s has been relevant, and they've they're, they've okay, got four. Okay, okay, okay. They have six, but four during the tournament era, so they must have claimed two before that. So, because the post pre-1964 wasn't the NCAA tournament, or 1965, somewhere around there. Um, so that makes sense. All right, well, moving on to the next topic, and Ryan, I'm, I want you to start us off with kind of a, a you know a statement here, a point here. Um, how do you feel about what we're kind of seeing? And I don't have a specific example that I want to talk about today. I should have prepared that. My apologies, I did not. But I have one for you after you perfect, say it. Great. I, I love that you do. I had a feeling you would. Um, how do you feel about some states really clamping down on the type of education that is given within their school systems? You know, we've we've heard and constantly seen people trying to hide pieces of history, um, get rid of certain pieces of literature that are deemed, you know, maybe not appropriate for school but ultimately those pieces of literature are kind of timely about culture and and about the past within america what are your thoughts on kind of the censorship of education and before you jump into that example a potential you know someone that could be president of the united states one day ron DeSantis in florida what is he censoring kyle he has made it very aggressive he's removed various different types of textbooks changed the math that can be taught he's been as he said florida's where woke goes to die and he's made it his mission to eliminate anything that he views as like a cultural thing that is not like a norm to not be taught in the state of florida like aggressively like very very aggressively yeah like for what i i'm I'm pulling up right now like when i see he's banning the study of african-american history it's been aggressive. That's I don't know all the specifics, up, but but all right, Ryan. I I wanted you to open kind of your thought here. So yeah, I think the uh, there's a I think it's still called the War of Northern Aggression in the South uh, instead of the Civil War. Um, Maybe in Alabama. <laughs> uh, I think it's more widespread than that. But um, yeah, the I think the famous saying is those who don't learn history are doomed to repeat it. Right. Uh, whitewashing history, all it does is eliminate any lessons we can learn from it. I hate it. Um, I think it's one of the most important things we can do, and it really gets us to where we are. I mean, look at we're talking about World War Three now, and, and it's been two generations now since we had World War Two, and so now I don't think people realize, like, the horrors of war and, and what that is, like, I mean, so many people... I think come, the people in Ukraine definitely realize the horrors of war. But that's my point, is, is like, it got to that point because no one was like, no, we can't have this happen again. Uh, I'm not saying it's specifically related to, hey, they're not teaching the history of World War II anymore, but uh, Putin's now coming out saying, like, Germany's not a free country because after World War II, they um, uh, were governed or something like that and and there's just a lot of uh rhetoric around that kind of thing i i don't like it at all um it's no one's perfect and trying to airbrush it's literally it's the same thing as you know going on social media and, and seeing the best side of things that's not realistic and it's the same so, thing with this it's just, it's just wild that can i jump in there yeah, plumber so 
I, I, I'm going to jump back to the DeSantis thing and just the overall last couple years. Um, I think it's disappointing to see people try and censor education. I'm not surprised because, the you know, politicians play with people's lives, whether they like it or not, Democrats and Republicans alike. They, they have no issue toying with people's lives for their own gain. And what has been very advantageous for Republicans, as Ron DeSantis, Glenn Youngkin in Virginia, has been grasping onto this culture war thing where people are out to get your kids. And nothing scares people more than people thinking people are trying to hurt their children. And they've latched onto that, and it's been very effective. And it's disappointing. So now you see this just all-out culture war by leading Republicans, and there's been no answer for it because you have to be very careful with how you respond to that. And what it's resulted in is just a larger war where the bank, so sort of back to what we talked about earlier, that SVB bank failed. And the first thing Ron DeSantis said was it's because of their wokeness and diversity and what they're teaching people in That's California. Just, like that. So I know you're, you have your positives about DeSantis, but like that right there is a great example, Kyle, of people not necessarily even using social media to just spout absolute bullshit and it getting a platform regardless. But that's what I mean. It's, it gives people a it's, megaphone oh and it's, and it's disappointing because it's not true, but it's not, not necessarily not true, but it's not true in the context that don't, they're phrasing don't, it. Don't double negative to make a positive out of that one. That's, but it's, but it's true. It's, it's what he's saying is wrong, but the way he's phrasing it comes off as correct. And therefore people are like, Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Even though what he's saying is completely ass backwards and wrong. Yeah, it's 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 so it's just fucked up on a lot of levels. Like having but, knowledge, but you know, not even necessarily like that that one comment being fucked up, but just like the thought of wanting to censor education and like keep pieces of truth and history from being discussed openly is wild. Like I like I, I was reading an article a little bit more, Ryan, as you were talking. It's just like the main thing that you, you continue to use DeSantis as our example here, uh, just because that's what McMahon brought up first and I was able to find the article there. Um, like what he had put up, it was called the Stop Woke Act, which interesting. And it was banning discussions and literature about racism, oppression, LBGTQ issues and economic inequality and more. And it's just like, there's some things in there that, okay, maybe you don't necessarily want to specifically talk about in, you know, like elementary school or middle school or stuff, but as people continue to mature, like racism, oppression, like that shit that needs to be taught and talked about. It, it Absolutely. And so that's a great example. You brought that up, that act. So you think about how wrong we both think that is, right? We think it's wrong, right? Um, Ron DeSantis obviously ran for re-election last fall and he went from winning Four years ago or however long ago, by maybe 10,000 votes, he won with 60% of the vote this time around. And it empowers him to continue doing those things because guess what? People eat that shit up. Uh, yeah, he, he won by the largest he, – he had the single largest margin of victory of a Florida governor in the last 45 years because of his attack on wokeness. Yeah. That, that's Whether nice. it's right or wrong. Can you – so can either of you, without looking on Google, without getting any help – can you define what it like what woke is or what being woke is? Can it like just what what would be your definition? It's when you not sleep. Okay, smart ass. <laughs> you, 
I love that. So can I? I'll, I'll jump yeah, in. You go first, so, and then Ryan. You go. I have strong feelings. I live and breathe and die this way too often. And I'll, I'll first I'll give what I believe people define it as, and people essentially define it as red versus blue. Blues are woke, reds are not. It's education versus non-education. That's what I think the general public as a whole defines it as. It's the I'm been educated at a university versus your high school education working in a factory. What I think woke really, really is, is there's people that understand that history isn't pretty and that they're trying to find ways to educate people on that. And there's people that don't necessarily not believe that, but they don't care enough to want to learn about it and that they think that they can use it as a driver of them to power and that there's a segment of society that thinks I don't give a damn what happened in the past. I only care about what's going to benefit me in the future. Honestly, solid. Cronin, let's hear yours. So I think my definition of woke or, or what I think culture's definition yeah, of woke is. Do, what, what do you think woke is if, or wokeism or what it means to be woke? And then just what's your take on it? How would you define it? So in the cultural lexicon, I'd say woke is described as someone who's uh, it's used as an insult, I'll say for the most part, uh, by conservatives to describe uh, ultra progressive individuals who uh, are pushing like every kind of agenda, environmental, LGBTQ, um, transgender, like anything, um, anything you can think of uh, where they conservatives disagree with it. I think that's how woke is described now where it's just the like ultra 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 progressive left uh like bernie like even though he's old um <laughs> and it's usually a younger crowd um it's hard to not intertwine that because i think that's been the narrative that's pushed really hard um which is why i said that it's it's really become woke is blue and non or anti-woke attack on woke is red which is i don't think is right but it is what it is at this point yeah no i i think that's both of it i think to so can i give my take on what i think sure you're gonna um, give, 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 give a, your take and then we'll wrap up here because i, I realize we're going just want to give a quick yeah, hot take ahead. on this is i think us as a society have gotten so caught up in the what is a culture war that we've lost track. And I and we had an episode on this where I said people are more similar than they really think, but we've got so caught up in this culture war of wokeness and anti-wokeness, which is ridiculous, that we've lost track on what brings us together as a society, and it's torn us apart, and it's really unfortunate. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a hot take. I think... Uh... You know, now more so than ever in politics, nothing is actually done and agreed upon for the good of the country. It's all about what's going to keep you. It's scoring political it's points. What's going to keep you in office? It's what's going to cause the controversy to keep you in the headlines. It's you know nothing actually is done with the thought of let's actually better the country that we all Absolutely. live in. And it's it's and you you saw it this past weekend where the bank failed. Going to go back to there, and the first thing people did was point to. Democrats and points Republicans be like, you rolled back bank regulations is your fault. And then the other side points is you and said, no, you guys spent an ass ton of money forcing the Fed to raise interest rates. It's your fault. Nobody does anything 
for their own good, for the people's good. They use us as pawns to hold on to yeah. power. I will say the bank regulations thing, though, kind of an issue, but we could talk about that another time. But I'll say how big of an issue. So no, no, we're going to end it on that note. And I want, if anybody makes it this far in the episode, which would be fantastic. We can't see those stats. So do make sure you are here. And if you are, we love you deeply. Um, McMahon will give you a kiss on the mouth. Um, I want you to let us know. (laughs) I want you to let us know where do you stand on kind of like, the education aspect and, and like the the aspect of people not really who are in positions of power, right? Let me, let me clarify. People who are in position of power is not really doing what's going to benefit everyone and doing more what's going to benefit them staying in office. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on hey, it. One, one last thing. Sure. Okay. Um, you want to get off the mic. You want to, you want to bring people together, uh, start subsidizing travel. Oh and my God. I think, okay. Listen, make it fucking cheaper. Because there's been nothing, nothing for me has has made me realize how similar people are than seeing a bunch of different people in a bunch of different places and realizing, oh shit, we're all doing the same stuff. Okay, fair. I I, I travel too and it happens. All right, we're wrapping. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Tune in next week. See ya.